What's going on? Hello. What's up? Oh, I'm living the dream. Oh, me too. Me too. Well, welcome back to the... What's today? The 18th, 19th? Somewhere around there. The April something 2021 edition of the podcast. And for the second year in, in a row, we have a big block of talent released by WWE post-WrestleMania with some more shocking names. I don't remember exactly who was released last year. Oh, wow. Too many. There, there were some surprises in there. And there's some surprises in this <coughs> too. Mm-hmm. So as of today, because it, it seems like it's been a little bit of a leaking list. Um, we have Mojo Raleigh, Samoa Joe, Peyton Royce, Billy Kay, Mickey James, Chelsea Green, Tucker, Bo Dallas, Kalisto, and Wesley Blake being released. Which is unfortunate. Very unfortunate. I don't have many words for it. Rather speechless about the whole thing. Some of them, not so much, but looking at like Samoa Joe, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Mickey James, and Chelsea Green are the main ones that I'm surprised by. Because mm-hmm. every report I've seen on Chelsea Green in NXT has been fantastic. Um, people are saying they really dropped the ball by releasing her. So, it, But I don't have anything to base that on other than people's uh, uh, people's perception of her. I haven't seen any of her work. Yeah. Um, as far as Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, that one's really surprising because wasn't Peyton Royce just starting to get a push? I'm not sure. I don't really, I haven't really seen her that much. I think she was getting like a semi-push. She went on Raw Talk and cut a, a pretty deep promo and then she started kind of building a little bit. Mm-hmm. Billy Kay got a little lost in transition from Iconics to her solo career, but she was still doing decent. Um, Samoa Joe. That's a weird one. And I say that because to my knowledge, there isn't really a report of why he remained on commentary instead of coming back as a performer. Whether it be an injury that really took him out of his career or if he chose to stay on commentary. Right. Well, I read somewhere that they wouldn't clear him. Oh, maybe like a Daniel Bryan edge situation. Yeah, they wouldn't clear him. I I think maybe he wanted the release because he wanted to wrestle, but you know, company wouldn't let him. So I I'll give him credit if that's the case. You know, he made the best of it and did right. pretty good. So all in all, I was pretty happy with his run though. I mean, he didn't get a big title or anything, but he did have some of the best promos back in. Did. What was it, 2016, I think? Yeah. When he was 
hit I, one of the best promos of modern era. I think it was Lesnar, Reigns, oh, Braun, yeah. and Samoa Joe. Yep. Man, that was that was just a great promo across the board. But it'll be interesting to see. <clears throat> excuse me. What he does and where he goes. So, I mean, it, I could see him kind of killing it anywhere. After he went New Japan. That would be fun. That'd be very fun. Um, there are reports of some of the head guys at Impact saying that, you know, the door is open for him to come back. See, that'd be cool. I'd like to see that. You know, go back to where he's from. You know, that'd be cool. That would be interesting. Being an AEW guy, I think he could do some good stuff there. I hope God he doesn't. <laughs> I hope he goes to Impact or New Japan. And hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Christian Cage is there. Okay. Brian Cage is there. Okay. I think they could have some pretty good matches. Lance Archer would be cool to see him go against. John Moxley. Not so much Kenny. I think Kenny's too much of a technician for him. I think that'd be a weird matchup. But I could see him doing a lot in AEW. I hope he doesn't go there. I couldn't see him going back to Ring of Honor. No. Because that, that would just feel like a way, way, way too far step down for him right now. Not that Impact is like, or Impact, Ring of Honor is like horrible, but. It kind of is, though. They have Dalton Castle, though. Yeah, but. Like he used to. Yeah, that's that's true. New Japan would be cool, too. I'd I'd be interested to see him go to New Japan. Yeah, well, we have at least 90 days until we can. Oh, he has a non-compete? Everybody that got released does, so... Damn. Nobody can go anywhere until June about, or June or July, yeah. Well, part of me is gonna say that's, you know, that sucks, but the other part of me says that I'm gonna forget. Right, and then... And then they're gonna come out, and I'm gonna be like, oh, what, what? Like, what's going on? Yeah. And I know everyone hates the whole, you know, non-compete. And... You know, I kind of think it's stupid too, but at the same time, they sign the contracts. They know what they're doing. Right. You know? They they voluntarily voluntarily signed it. I think the other thing is, if it's something like this where it's kind of unexpected or things end on kind of a sour note, it's to keep them from going to other promotions and just letting emotions run rampant and start, you know, right. spewing about the company. I don't know that that's the reason, but. I'd imagine that's part of it. Yeah. Mojo Raleigh, I don't know yeah. what, I don't know. Maybe he could be an impact guy. I could see him. Because like, see him. Zach is there. Kurt Hawkins, formerly Kurt Hawkins is there. Um, you know, Heath Slater is there. I don't know. It just seems like a hub for those kind of, those guys that didn't really make it. Right, yeah. In that light. Um, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, I don't know. 
I don't get why they really released them. You know, the tag team division for women are horrible. Yeah. Why would First you release off, they the broke them up. Why would you do that? That makes no sense. Exactly. And I will say this, and you're going to roll your eyes. I can already see it, but going to AEW, I think, would be the best bet for them. Or not not so much for them, but for the for AEW, because they really need to beef up their women's division a little bit. Yeah, maybe it'd be cool. I saw this uh, this TikTok. The guy was talking about things he changed with AEW. He said he would get rid of like the big tag matches, like the six-man tags and stuff like that. And he would reallocate some of that time to building the women's division. I was like, oh, yeah. That kind of makes sense. I mean, look what Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa did when they main evented Dynamite. They had a classic. Right. Mickey James, I wouldn't be surprised if she retired, Uh, to be honest. Being a mother and... You know, right. she's she's done a lot in the wrestling business any already. Maybe this was kind of the thing she needed to uh, move on from wrestling, or maybe she'll continue on somewhere. Who knows? Probably will. But she's a, she's the only one that honestly that I saw. It, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that one. Not that it was like good, because like anybody losing their job that sucks. But as as far as know. like the impact on her career and her legacy, I don't think it really makes a difference. She's definitely the least impacted in that regard. Right. Uh, Chelsea Green, again, I think she could do great things pretty much anywhere she goes. Um, from what I've heard, she's a great worker in the ring. I'd really have to watch more to elaborate on that, but uh, Tucker, I don't know. I was mad about that, man. You know, Heavy Machinery, I liked him. Well, I kind of feel for him, man, because th- he was partners with Otis. Otis got white hot for a minute, and then they kind of Marty Jannetty him and shunned him. Now Otis is... <sighs> Nowhere. Well, he's part of the Alpha Academy with Chad Gable. It's, it's so dumb. <laughs> I wish they would do something with Chad Gable for the love of God. I'm glad they don't. I I don't like him. He's a great wrestler. He's too small. (laughs) He's more fun to see get thrown around. When they came out with that Jason Jordan being Kurt's son, I was like, why would Chad Gable would make more sense? No, I don't think so. He's a wrestler. He's they could like work that into the storyline of um folk style wrestler, I should say. Won championships and everything. Yeah. But look at Jason Jordan and look at Kurt Angle. If honestly, if somebody said that Kurt Angle was the dad of Jason Jordan in like for real, I would believe it. Mm. Just by just just by appearance. They have the same kind of have the same body type. I mean, Jason Jordan's a little more ripped than Kurt was. Yeah, I mean I I would believe it. Honestly. I'd believe Chad Gable too. I don't know. Chad Gable's tiny, dude. Shorty yeah. G, man. So? Shorty, Shorty G. Do you remember that, Shorty G? Yeah, I do. Sadly. That attempt? Oh, my Lord. Ugh. So, yeah, <laughs> Tucker, I don't know. Again, maybe Impact, maybe Ring of Honor. I was bummed, man. Bo Dallas? Really 
What about Bo Dallas, man? But that was sad, man. You know, I saw that picture that I see that you sent me. You know, <laughs> was it first he, he had to believe, and now he has to believe? <laughs> yeah, that was that was hilarious. I had to send you that. That's horrible. It's I, sad, I but it was funny. I know that he's most likely going to retire because he's he's in. I don't know if you heard, but he was in a uh, he's in real estate now. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. So I have a feeling he's just going to retire and do that. Yeah, he's doing that with. Uh, What's her name? I don't know why I'm blanking right now. Liv Morgan? Yeah, Liv Morgan. Yeah. So. Um, is Curtis Axel still with the company? No, he was part of he was part of the release last year. Oh, yeah, that's right. I wonder what he's up to. I don't think he does anything. Honestly, I haven't heard of anything about him being signed anywhere. Honestly, I thought he was okay. Curtis was, he just got run by Vince and everybody, you know. Yeah, it, it was rough. What was his name before Curtis Axel? Michael McGillicuddy. That's right, Michael McGillicuddy. Jeez. Yeah, part of Nexus. Jeez. The worst, the most, uh, or one of the most failed uh, factions that could have been good, you know. Mm. Retribu- Retribution beats them. I know we rag well, on them they're a one lot, them. but at least Nexus had one thing that like worked oh, and went right. Their WWE debut. Their debut was amazing. Yeah. Retribution never had that. No. Their build-up was good, but anything they ever did, no. Oh, who else do we have here? Um, Wesley Blake doesn't surprise me. Never- Never really heard about him much. I know who he was, but uh, funny thing, he was oh, he was in a group called the Forgotten Sons. Yeah, with uh... with Riker and someone yeah. else. Who was the other one? Oh, who was the other one? I can't think of it. There was a third guy. They started in NXT as that group, and then uh, came up to SmackDown for a little bit, and then dissipated. For whatever reason, but that one I have no idea. Oh, it was Steve Cutler. Steve Cutler, yeah, that's right. Who was released in February? Yeah. Uh, and lastly, we have Callisto. No surprise. I don't know, man. That surprises me a little bit. Not really. He's been off TV. Last time I saw him was main event when I was on the. Thunderdome because I watched the end of main event and I think he lost to uh, who was it that he lost to? Drew Gulak. Hmm. The last time I really remember him was his uh, feud with Baron Corbin for the Intercontinental title. That was forever ago. But well that and their random Lucha House Party matches with like Lars Sullivan that made no sense. Lars Sullivan. The tank. Yeah. Yep. That's one way to describe him. He's that dude's kind of a creep. He scares me. I don't know if you've heard about the things he has said. Yeah. Like bodybuilding forums and stuff. Yeah. Yep. That's a whole nother topic. But what do you think's gonna happen to uh Lucha House Party? They're gonna break up. They're gonna continue as two man. They'll probably stay together. 
I think. The Grand Metalik and Lindsay, right? Lindsay Dorado. I think so. Yeah. I don't see them doing. I don't. You know, they're never on TV anyway. So I mean. Yeah, they're. They have a very small cult following. Because I I remember I pulled, I do like wrestling cards too, and I opened some, undisputed packs, and I got a triple autograph with all three of them numbered to five so there's only five of them oh. and uh i decided to sell it and people kind of went crazy over it That's and it. a few people trying to claim it and i was like wow i didn't think it would be something that would move same i think i moved it within an hour of posting yeah. it which was nuts mm-hmm. so i don't know if they're done releasing people or what their deal is. Probably. I don't see them releasing anymore right now. Not yet. I was, one name I was honestly expecting to see was Keith Lee. Yeah. I think, sadly. I think he's a little too early in his WWE tenure for that. I think if he gets injured one more time and, and messes up another like storyline, they might yeah. either do that or like exile him from doing anything good. Yeah, I mean, like I said before, I think he was supposed to win the United States Championship. They did confirm that, yeah. I think it was Meltzer did, that he was supposed to, and Riddle was never supposed to win the title. Yeah, I think that ruined Riddle's reign, too. There was also, uh, kind of ironic, given what we're talking about, WWE was apparently shorthanded for talent for the Raw after Mania. Oh yeah, that's why that, like that Bobby Lashley and Matt Riddle match went on. Yeah, because that didn't make sense. I'm like, why would they put Matt Riddle against Bobby Lashley? Like, because mm-hmm. like I got I started watching it a little late, so I got like midway through the match. And I'm like, did he go out there and challenge him for the belt? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Are, is he that dumb? <laughs> Jeez. Oh, so speaking of Raw, let's talk about how it ended. So Mason T-Bar came out and attacked Drew McIntyre, apparently siding with the Hurt Business. I don't know if their insurance policy for the Hurt Business or if they're part of it now. I think it's a dumb decision. Why are we still doing the retribution stuff after they broke up? Why? I, they need to go to NXT or something. They don't need to be on the main <laughs> roster anymore, man. They, they came from NXT. That's what I'm saying. They need to go back. <laughs> Bring out Dominic good. Dijakovic, man. He's, I think he's a T-Bar. He's one of them. I don't, I don't remember whose name goes to what, but I mean, they're both talented guys. They're just stuck in a bad spot. Very bad spot. I feel bad for all of them. And they, God, it looked horrible. They hit him once, got out of the ring, and stared him down. And Drew, poor Drew, had to sell that one move. Like he just got a Nexus level beat down. Right. And that's how Raw that's ended. That was it. That was it. I wasn't very, I wasn't very happy with Drew winning, but it doesn't matter. It's whatever. Remind me, who do you go against? Randy and uh, Braun. Oh, God. 
I wish I kind of wanted Braun to win. I wanted Randy to win. I wanted Braun so that Braun could go against Lashley, dude. That would have been sick. You know, one little match, that's it. <laughs> nope, we got to see more Drew in the title picture, you know? It's like, I like the guy, but he needs a break. No, absolutely. We need a break, we need a break from him, you know? I mean, yeah. He was a good champion, but come on. He was a good champion at first, and then he got severely boring. Yeah, and that's what I'm scared with Roman Reigns. You know, is he gonna get boring? I mean, this past SmackDown wasn't bad with him, so I mean, maybe not. I mean, I. It's a far, far reach, but people are speculating, and maybe they're right that they're gonna bring, The Rock back. And work him with Roman, and they're building Roman so high, so that it's believable when he beats The Rock. It's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. I don't want to see The Rock. I think we're in a lose, lose, lose situation. I didn't want to see Edge win. I didn't want to see Brian win. I wanted to see Edge win only because I was kind of hoping that you know Roman would drop the title before it got stale. He's. And I think that was a perfect time. He was the least of three evils, to be honest with you. So I, that would have been my choice for Mania, my preference. Um, I think Daniel Bryan would have been my least favorite, just because we know he's leaving yeah. when his contract is up, and it would feel very weird. And knowing how they are, they would probably let him hold the title until he left and then give it up, which would be very boring. Or, you know, maybe someone would win it. Who knows? But I just think it would have been a boring, like, thanks for the memories. Here's my farewell tour kind of reign. Edge, I feel like, would have been annoying with like this redemption storyline. Yeah. I get it, yeah. It just would have got stale. Like I worked so hard to get here and that that would be his promo every week and it would be another Drew McIntyre reign with a different person. You know? Yeah, because you remember how mad I was when Edge won. Yeah. <laughs> this didn't make sense. And now that he lost at Mania, that seems like a wasted win. Oh absolutely. Absolutely. Because, like, if it was anybody else, like, okay. But, you know, you bring Edge back, he wins the Royal Rumble. You think he's going to win a Mania, and he doesn't. So do you think they're going to go with Cesaro for uh, for Roman? I don't think so. With Seth interrupting, I think we're going to see more Seth versus Cesaro again. I would be okay with Seth going against Roman, too. No, me too. You know, I love Seth Rollins, so I mean... I feel like that'd be a really awesome way to go about it. I could see a triple threat, yeah. That'd be cool. I, You know, I like Cesaro. I just don't know if I could see a title on him. You know, exactly title. the same thing about, you know, I can see, I saw this, uh, sorry. I said the same thing about Bobby Lashley, but I'm starting to like it. Well, they're doing it right with him. I mean, for... For um, Cesaro, I just don't see it because of how Roman's been built. Roman's just been built to be this unstoppable force, and Cesaro is 
Like he got a one a win over Seth Rollins, and that's about it. Right. He's on a very small build, unless they really start building him. And Roman, he beat the Royal Rumble winner, and Daniel Bryan. At the same time. Yeah. At the same time. <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. So I mean, how do you? They're booking themselves the in problem. another corner, like they did with that's, McIntyre. Yeah, that's the thing. They're just—they're not doing it right. You know, I don't—I don't run a company like that, but I know they're not doing it right. I mean, I just keep thinking like they're either going to write themselves into a corner and bungle it, or they have some miraculous twist that we don't see that isn't Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah. As long as, not as long as they don't call their, their final hope, you know, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, it would just Lesnar would be a bad choice. And then you know you hope to God we don't hear Goldberg's music. Yeah, no. I think their main problem I'm for both champions. Um well three really. Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, and Roman Reigns. With all their title reigns, the issue that I see is that they push them to the sky. Nothing can stop them, but they don't push anybody else to be unstoppable. So how is it believable when somebody else beats them? And the answer to that, that people would say, is, oh, it's the shock value. Of, and that's their push, is when they beat the unstoppable. Not really. That just makes it feel unreal and like they're just kind of forcing it. It doesn't feel as good. I I like when you really don't know who's going to win the match. Right. And you're you're lightly surprised by either outcome. I don't like the whole oh well I saw that coming, you know, the guy who was more than likely going to win ends up winning or uh, the guy that most likely won't end up winning surprisingly wins. The only time I like that is when I am really invested in somebody. Matt Riddle winning the U.S. championship is a prime example. <clears throat> but other than that, I really haven't been shocked in a in a good way with that stuff. I kind of have a small prediction for Roman losing the title, but I don't think it'll happen. I think Jay will turn on him. If Jay wins the belt. No, not that. I'm talking about like mid-match, you know, a certain match. And Jay's going to mysteriously turn on Reigns and let the help the other guy win. Oh, okay. That's what I think is going to happen. Because I'm waiting because Jimmy Uso is going to return any time. Hmm. He's, he's close. So I think Jimmy's going to come back, talk some sense into him, and then boom, Jay turns on. Roman. Be a good SummerSlam angle. That's probably when he dropped the belt. The next big one. Year after. Yeah. Yeah, That's like what? Three. Well, it's August, right? So that's one, two, three. Is it August? Yeah, roughly. It's about four months. Speaking Speaking of SummerSlam, they want to have fans there. I'm for it. For SummerSlam, basically, that WWE plans to have live fans. I'm for which it. Which would be cool. Because SummerSlam is the second biggest, you know, pay-per-view. 
in WWE, you know. One of them, at least. Right. <clears throat> well, I could see him going one of two ways with that, either free – well, one of three ways. Going free reign, whoever buys tickets wants to be there, great. Wear a mask or whatever the protocol is in four months. Two, the vaccine passport where, you know, you have to – I don't know the the legalities of it and how – far HIPAA goes into that or would go into that, but maybe having a vaccine passport for people to come into the event or they get told they can't do that and, you know, whatever. They did it for Mania, so I don't see why they wouldn't be able to do it for SummerSlam, but... Yeah, we'll just have to be in Florida again. Yeah, and it most likely will. I don't think they're going to up and travel... With everything going on. Right. Yeah. And Florida is the most likely state to let them do that because of how they, they handle COVID. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't make sense to go anywhere else. Uh, we have a Bray Wyatt update, sort of. Did you, you watch Rob, right? Yeah, most of it. So I saw his the fun house. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's got that uh that TV cult like uh preacher guy mm-hmm. vibe going on. Says he feels reborn, maybe a face turn yeah, of sorts. Be. I don't know what paranormal character's face turn would look like, but whatever. And there was there was good vibe. There was good like reasoning there that, you know, he's alright with kind of parting from Alexa, even though Alexa's still kind of going with the whole Alexa's playground vibe and all that. Which kind of bums me out. But... I don't know what to feel about it. I mean, there, kind of the old there is more to it. But we just don't know. Right. And with something like this, I mean, who knows? I did see a report, too, that the the decision to change, the decision to have Roman win at WrestleMania was a last-minute one. Because at first, Bray was supposed to win, and it was supposed to be a way to write Randy off of TV for a while. Yeah. But that didn't happen. We don't know why, but apparently the people backstage, the powers that be, um, were... They liked how the match ended. They liked how they did everything. So who knows why they changed it? You never know. Yeah, I I have no clue. But it will be interesting to see what they do. Randy's going on his own path now. Mm-hmm. Hopefully towards working with Lashley. I think that'd be fun. And then Bray. Who knows? Yeah, you never know. It's... With him, who can they really put him put him up again? That wouldn't feel random, you know. 
All right, we we already saw Braun, we already saw Finn Balor, we already saw Seth Rollins, you know. Well, I have a slight theory, but it kind of merges into one of our next topics. So I don't know if you saw the new Alistair Black vignette. Oh, yeah. With just the caption, forgive me, father. Yes. So I'm thinking maybe a face turn for Alistair as well. And maybe they'll work together. Maybe. That would be kind of cool, yeah. It would be interesting. I did see that, you know, Alistair Black is finally coming back. And I think that's the only thing that I think would work for him. He's got some sick aviators in that vignette, man. I don't know if you saw those. I didn't see the vignette, but I saw the post about it. I mean, it's pretty much like a Titantron cut video, and then it kind of shows his face at the end, and he has a pair of aviators on, and that's that's it. It's really nothing special to it. He talks about how it's been so long since he's been to his last confession, and you know, maybe he got lost somewhere and along the way. So yeah, I hope they do something big with him. I smell a face turn. Yeah. So maybe he'll come back and be the new Monday Night Messiah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's part of the. I'm thinking here. So. I'm I'm having a total brain fart. Who is who's the US champion right now? Sheamus. Sheamus, that's right. Cause I'm thinking of like what maybe they could do with him title wise, Alistair Black. But I don't really see him in the title picture right now. Not yet, no. He definitely wouldn't go against Lashley. No, not yet. No, I don't, they just don't take a while. I don't think he'd go against Sheamus. Okay. The tag division? I don't know. With Bray, the, I don't know. I mean, I guess it could be fun. You know, one thing I do like about these teasers is that he's doing it on social media, you know, rather than WWE doing it on Raw or SmackDown. Right. Because that makes it, you know, make us one, makes us wonder, you know, where is he going to go, which, you know, which brand. Yeah, there's there's that element, too. That, you know, he's under SmackDown, technically, but, you know, he can always, with him being gone for so long, he could be anywhere. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see where they put him. Oh, hey, I this is unrelated, but I didn't see this until someone pointed it out to me. So, you remember at WrestleMania, the guy that helped Apollo win? You yeah. know who that was? Yeah, he was part of Underground. Dabakato. Uh, yeah, Dabakato. I yeah. saw that and I was I like, what? Him. If I would have recognized him, I would have went crazy. Yeah, I recognized him right when I saw him. I just didn't know his name. Dabakato. What kind of... That just sounds weird. Watching... That's not his name anymore, but... Yeah. He's see... a Commander Aziz. He, he did it for Nigeria. This is for Nigeria. 
You have um, just Apollo that. come back with a new accent. That's just he went on a, like the opposite. He went on a sabbatical and found himself, I guess. That's like the opposite of uh, Kofi dropping his accent. Yeah, which is one of my favorite moments ever. With with uh, Kofi is when he talks, you know, without an accent, and then Triple H is like, "Aren't you supposed to have an accent?" <laughs> and his face was just shock. You know, he was just. Big mess up. Oh man! It doesn't. I don't know why. I don't like Apollo coming off that accent. This doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. And they wanted to give him a heel turn, but even so, like, why go that route? There's so much they can do with him. Like, he's as a face. He was the happy to be here kind of guy. They definitely could have went. It's a little basic a little bit formulaic, but they could have went the whole, you know, I tried just smiling and being happy to be here, but, you know, after all this hard work, nothing's paying off, so you know what? I'm going to go to whatever ends I can to make sure I am noticed. Right. I mean, at least he's actually, you know, he has Nigerian descent, though, so that's good. Yeah. Because both of his parents are from there, so. I don't I just wish they would have Done it better, I guess. Yeah, because Biggie's reign wasn't really that good. It just feels like they're insulting our intelligence with some of this stuff. Like, we're supposed to yeah. forget, like, oh, forget when you when you heard him speaking in his natural voice before. Forget that. What was their match stipulation called? Was it Nigerian drum match? Drum fight, something like that. <laughs> I heard that. I was like, what? It was just another disqualification match with weapons outside the ring rather than under the ring. It reminded me of, uh, I think 3MB did something with that, with like music instruments on the outside, didn't they? I think so, yeah. Man, I miss them. Yeah, you do. They were just comedic relief. They were funny. A little annoying, but funny. I miss gender in general. He shook things up a little bit. <laughs> the worst WWE champion. Can I think of a worse one? I'm sure there is. You have uh, who won it that was worse than him? Um, I don't know. I mean, Goldberg. Look it up. Well, won the WWE Championship. Yeah, he's universal. That's right. Hmm. I don't know. I'm sure I could think of somebody, but... So I'm looking at Bleacher Report. See what they say. Because there has to be somebody. Sheamus is on there. Well, hmm. They put Ric Flair on there, too. It, Sheamus was pretty bad. Him? Maybe Big Show? His yeah, his was his was bad back in the day. No, I, I'm talking about Sheamus's latest one because he really didn't do oh, anything with. It. Well, that made no sense. Because you know? it was just like, oh, okay, he's champion now, and then it's like, oh, no, he's not. I don't remember who won it, but somebody won it from him, and it it was just pointless. It was hot potato with the titles, which, as you know, I don't like. I really can't yeah, think of anybody think- else. Jinder Mahal has to be the worst. He's the most confusing, I should say. Like, 
out of all of them. Like, he barely had a push beforehand. And then he wins it from Randy. From Randy, out of anybody, you know? Which was weird. Was that Backlash, I think? I think it was that Backlash. It's one of those uh, moments of infamy in wrestling. Jinder Mahal. He did have one of the coolest T-shirt designs, though, when he was champion. It was yeah. like it was black with like orange outline. It had like an elephant on it. Jinder Mahal. Gotta love it. He was out there on the stage at uh at WrestleMania. Yeah, he was. I saw that. You know, at least, you know, he's not the worst world champion of all time. You know, WCW had David Arquette. Yeah, that tends to be the popular choice. Honestly, though, David Arquette was the worst WCW champion. Vince Russo was. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. I don't know enough about either of them other than they've won the title to tell you. Which one was worse? That was when they were like at the end of WCW when they were just throwing the title on somebody different every other yeah. week. Yeah. Speaking of WCW, you know who I miss? That I wish was still on TV? Scott Steiner. The, the most unpredictable. You can't trust him. On a microphone, but is he entertaining? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, of course. Speaking of WCW, I do have one thing I want to say. I was going to send you this video yeah, today because I found it on TikTok. And kind of offensive. From the, it's, not, it's kind of offensive, but not really. It was talking about uh, somebody was talking to his wife and talking about the women division. And then his wife goes, yeah, you got to love Nia Jax. Uh-huh. And he looks up, and you, and you hear Crispin Wall's music playing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the funniest thing in the world. I just had to mention that. Nia Jax, man. Jeez. And she's still champion. Trendy. One last story I want to talk about. It's been a little light other than the releases for for news this week. Um, Apparently, they're kind of giving Pat McAfee a a little bit longer of a leash, or McAfee, however you say it. Um, They're giving him a longer leash on commentary. They're letting him kind of be himself uh, to avoid, like, overproducing him. Yeah, And here's my question to you. Why is this not the case with every commentator? Why do we need to overproduce other commentators? Any commentators? Uh, Maybe, I think maybe because, you know, McAfee, he has his own podcast. He does his own thing outside WWE. And other guys really don't. Well, even so, wouldn't you think... You would want some variety, I guess. 
Because, yeah. I mean, like, Booker T had variety. He was just kooky. JBL had a little bit. He did at first, and then they really started producing him and made him say just random stuff. Did you see uh, Pat McAfee said wrestling on TV, and he, like, immediately re- like apologized? Yeah, he was like, oh. <laughs> Like really, you're gonna apologize for saying wrestling? That's what it is. One of the banned words, man. It's one of the no-no. That makes me mad. That makes me mad. That's what it it's is. It's sports entertainment. It's uh, it's professional it's sports wrestling. entertainment. They're not wrestlers. They're athletes and superstars. It's not a belt. It's a championship. I understand that, but it's still professional wrestling. That just irritates me. It's a belt. It's a belt. It's a title. It's a strap. It's just, it's a lingo. None of it's derogatory, so why does it matter all that much? All right. I, I honestly really liked McAfee, though. I didn't. On SmackDown. I didn't get a chance to go back to the episode yet. I had to work, but. He was very energetic, which I really liked. Like, if you would see him during the matches, he would get up and, like, freak out, which I think is something that they need. I think they need it, but I think they have to be careful with that to avoid overdoing it. Right, yeah. As long as he's not doing it every week, you know, the whole whole show. He's much better than that new announcer, dude, for Raw. What's Adnan or something? Man, I'm back. He makes me miss Tom Phillips. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, Tom Phillips just sucks. Man, he's he, yeah, but this new guy is much, much worse, dude. He talks way too much, and it's just, I don't know. Yeah, I I don't remember much about it. I remember he was on the show, but I don't remember anything like standing out that much. He's just, I don't like him. I, I, I wish Tom Phillips would come. I back. will say, I'm grateful it's not like we were watching, uh. Again, you're probably going to roll your eyes. We ordered the uh, Jake Paul-Ben Askren fight last night. And the commentary on that was abysmal. You know why? That was faker than WWE. Yeah. I I think Ben Askren was paid off. Oh, of course. But the the funniest thing on that whole night was they were just calling the fight. And (laughs) And Pete Davidson just out of nowhere is like, I hope they start kissing. And I was, <laughs> we all started like <laughs> cracking up laughing on the couch. He he saved that whole thing. There was like 10 concerts with like Justin Bieber and Major Lazer and Doja Cat. But Pete oh, Davidson was like the gem of that night. So funny. Yeah, I just I don't believe that was a real fight. If you go back and watch some of Ben Askren's fights in UFC, he has bounced back and won from way worse. Yeah. And then Jake Paul comes in and just kind of like one-twos him and knocks him out. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's not a bad idea, you know, to have it scripted. You know, Jake Paul, I mean, it's entertaining at least. Oh, for his career, he needs that win. That win. Yeah. But, I don't know. Imagine boxing. There's two different boxing 
types. You know, you have the real boxing and then you have sports and game oh boxing. God. <sighs> no. No. <laughs> I'm just saying that it could be a possibility. I don't know. It'd be funny, but. Yeah, that that was WBE. We we were a little disappointed that we bought it and it just kind of first of all that we bought it and it was just kind of crappy fights all along. Secondly, we waited till I don't even know what time it was late for that fight to come on because they had like I said, like 10 concerts just to see that fight. It was just blah. And then, um, what's his name? Not Bruce Buffer, the other one. The let's get ready to rumble guy. I don't remember his name. Something Buffer. I don't either. He, he called him Ben Askew. When he announced them instead of Askren. <laughs> he stumbled on his words a couple times. Calling stuff. So I don't know. Just felt very weird. And Jake was talking in the back about how his friend died. And he said you're going to. He said that he told him in a dream that he's going to beat. Askren at two minutes and 28 seconds in like the first or second round. I was like come on dude. Oh my God. Don't use your friend's death to like. Don't use your friend's death. How about that? Be a decent human being and not a scumbag for a PG term. I don't know. It was a fun night. How much did it cost? That's the real question. Yeah, I was thinking that too because I was like, how much for Justin Bieber to be there? Snoop Dogg, Ric Flair, Major Lazer, Pete Davidson. There were a few fighters there. Chuck Liddell was there. Um, the announcer, Buffer, he was there. The D'Amelio twins were given belts to like every winner for some reason. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I mean, it was. They're turning boxing into a. It had to have been a big paycheck. Yeah, they're just they're turning that that they're turning boxing into a joke by letting people like Jake Paul. I would love to see. I would pay again though to see Jake Paul get in the ring with Lesnar or Tyson Fury. Connor McGregor, dude. Lesnar would drop him in a second, dude. He'd be like. Jake Paul especially the way that Brock Lesnar starts a fight, man. He just like kind of like comes at you like a train. He he's right he out the gate, literally, boom, right after you. Oh, I would hate to see that. You would li- probably kill him. You would probably kill him. Honestly. Well, I I don't think he would, but well, not literally, but he would get. He would absolutely destroyed. slam, no doubt. It'd be like a 10-second. That would be the funniest, though. 
I'd pay the full buy rate. I'd pay the 60 bucks. That'd be hilarious. Have you ever watched Here Comes the Boom? Kevin with, James. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like that one that one fight that he had, his first fight, you know, he ran at him and got yep. kicked in the head and got knocked out right away. That's how that is a great movie. Funny. Getting back, yeah. getting back to wrestling, I did have one question. Yeah. Did you watch Dynamite? No, I don't watch it. That's bad. You know that, man. That's you know bad. I don't. You know I don't do that, man. If we had no, a comment section, I would tell them to bash you for that because that's a sin. Because AEW is great, man. If I wanted to see old wrestlers, I would go watch Raw and SmackDown from Okay, Darby Allen. Debatably, okay, cool. Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega isn't like young, but he's not cool. old either. Well, he's he's cool, young, but he just he cuts a way too excited promo that doesn't bring me in. My one criticism of him is his promo work. But in the ring, fantastic. Anyways, back to what I was saying. Because I want to ask you. Even though you don't follow it. So they had a championship match for the TNT title between Darby Allen, who's getting huge push, and Matt Hardy. And the match was pretty good. But think they might have went the wrong way because the ending of the match had Darby Allen winning and retaining his title. I think Matt Hardy should have won it because he, he has kind of a new faction kind of, it's kind of like the hurt business in a way. That's what I was going to say. Exactly. I was going to say big money is just a great value hurt business. And Matt Hardy's MVP. But Matt Hardy's more about the money than he is about helping the people yeah. up. There's a little bit of a twist on it, but I will admit it is Hurt Business-esque. I think it would have been a good pull-up for the for big money. For Matt Hardy, even. Right. I don't know. I really like AEW and the way they're handling a lot of things, and there are some things I think are not so fantastic either. I don't think we need the Nightmare Family family to be like a faction. I don't think that needs to be a faction, even though it's kind of like a pseudo-faction. They don't really like congregate and do things together. They're just kind of like associated. Dark Order is kind of the same. So I I could see them putting that to rest with Brody being gone. I could not really like abandoning it, but maybe softly going other ways, not really cutting it cold turkey, but kind of like separating a bit. Which they haven't really done anything like together together as far as like in ring stuff and interfering with matches or anything like that. Then you have Pinnacle and Inner Inner Circle, which I think are okay for now. Who was it that unmasked Phoenix? 
Uh, one of the Jackson brothers. Is that his name? Ray yeah, Phoenix, Ray Phoenix. Like that. That's how they uh, retain the titles over Death Triangle. Oh, yeah. I saw that. that was pretty they cool. had me going for a minute. I thought they were going to win the championships. But I don't know. I think if anybody wins it over the Young Bucks, it's probably not going to be Death Triangle. I feel like they need to lose it. How long have they had it for? Uh, they won it from Kenny and Hangman. It hasn't been a year. It's been maybe six months or so. No. It hasn't been too long, oh, okay. but... Oh, November. So, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, and when you look at it, Kenny has the championship. The Bucks have the tag title. The only title they don't have is the TNT t- championship, which I don't see them going after. But okay, sure. I have a question for you. What do you What do you think of Eddie Kingston? Oh, it depends. In ring work, he's all right in ring. He's not great. On in ring appearance, pretty great. He looks the part that he plays for sure. Promo to me though, he doesn't want promo work. I think he's really good. I think that's his strong suit is promo work. And I will say, yeah, I, I don't see him as a pro wrestler all that much. He's he's really grown on me. I feel like he would be good as like a stable leader. They know? pushed him a little bit with that. I think he was with Butcher, Blade, and Bunny, and Death Triangle for a little oh, bit, okay. and then you know they started turning on Death Triangle, and then um, Butcher, Blade, and Bunny went with Matt Hardy. So now he's kind of in La La Land. He just he doesn't look in shape. Yeah, that was that was one of the first things I thought when I first saw him too. I and I haven't I think I haven't seen much of him in ring to really say. I all I've seen of him is like promo work and stuff like that. Out of ring stuff, and as far as that goes, I think he's fantastic. But in ring, nah. Now, is Jake Hager still on Yes, TV? he's with the Inner Circle. Is he? Okay, because I haven't heard much about him. Actually, I kind of keep up on social media with AEW. You know, I'll see something, I'll read he's it. He's in but... the background, really. I mean, it's kind of yeah, stupid, he's but... kind of their protected guy. He doesn't wrestle all that much, but he also has that stuff going with, that like, sucks. Bellator, which I don't think he's fought in Bellator. Yeah, he's a guy that I didn't really mind. You know, WWE, but I can see him going after the boat. Oh yeah, again. for sure, for sure. Before he, you know, he leaves or retires. I don't know that he would get it. I know he had a match against. 
Well, maybe not. But I'm going. I know Hootie had one match against Moxley. Yeah, yeah, he he had a championship match with him. I think that was right at the beginning of quarantine. I think, or right around there, or maybe right before. I don't remember. I think Sammy Guevara is going to be a really great talent. Yeah, part of the inner circle. You probably know him if you saw a picture of him. He's the guy that uh, I think he he was oh he was driving or he got hit by the golf cart in that stadium Mm -hmm. match. He looks like a backyard wrestler. He doesn't even. He's so young. I think he's like twenty. Small. Yeah, I know you're talking about. I think so. Only twenty. Oh, he is twenty-seven. I thought he was twenty. He looks like he's twelve. He's he's a great wrestler. Okay. That's crazy. Oh, he looks okay, but I haven't really watched him. I've seen him on. Obviously, I I recognize his face. But he's great in the ring, man. Speaking of eight, yeah, I haven't really seen much about him. But or you know, you could watch Dynamite, the best wrestling show all week. You send me money, and I'll watch it. I'm sorry, man. I'm a WWE mark. How I can't turn my back. You don't have have to. to. I'm sorry, man. You don't understand. They've done you dirty so many times, bro. Yes, it does. It doesn't matter, dude. You know, if, you know, WWE you know what that is? That's an abusive like relationship. It's not an abusive relationship, okay? I know they're hurting me, but I'm well, okay with it. That's that's textbook <laughs> definition, man. I'm sorry. You know, you know, I watch it. How about that? Okay. Make you happy? I'll watch it this week if I can, which I will actually. I will be able to because I don't, I don't work Wednesday. Yeah, anymore. I think my Wednesday is pretty free and clear oh. too. Okay, Good. I'll watch Dynamite. Good. I'll give you my opinion next week. And I'll tell That's you that it's boring. boring like I figured it would be. They have Luchasaurus. <laughs> How could it be boring? Thank you, man. He is a Lucha dinosaur. Like Chris Jericho, too. Like Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho is decent. Oh. Hey, Darby Allen gets to uh, defend his Who's he going league. against this week? Uh, Do you have the rundown in front of you for what what's going to happen this week on Dynamite? Not really. I have just, I just looked up Dynamite. Uh, Jungle Boy. Really? It says. Hmm. Yep. Well, you know who's going to win that one? Yeah, Darby Allen. Unless Jungle Boy wins it, I don't know. That'd be. I don't know. Jungle Boy? Who the hell is that? He's uh Yeah. He's with Luchasaurus. He's part of Jurassic Express. Luchasaurus kind of look up Luchasaurus. What is he? Look up Luchasaurus. Tarzan, like... Look up Luchasaurus. L U C H A. Oh, found it. Yeah. Oh, this guy. Yeah. Luchasaurus, man. 
He has a, I think he has like a doctorate or something. And something totally unrelated. Luchasaurus, man. That's a real thing. Yes. This is why I can't take this company seriously. <laughs> what if you were... This is the dumbest thought, but what if he was with Lucha House Party? It wouldn't make sense, it wouldn't make but it'd sense. be hilarious. He's white. Well, he's Lucha. And he's a dinosaur. Well, not really. Because Why he's he Luchasaurus. Like is he like a serious he's a gimmick dinosaur. or is he a joke? But is he a serious he's a gimmick dinosaur. or is he a joke? He's a dinosaur. There, there is no... But is there he is no serious or, or like comedy, comedy release. release. He's gimmicks. a dinosaur. No, he's right, he man. doesn't do like comedy serious, stuff. Serious. He's just he's there. He's a serious, really. <laughs> what is this, nineteen eighty five again? Come on, Luchasaurus versus the Gobbledygooker. <laughs> it's kind of funny though. Oh, they're gonna put the title yep. on him one day. Watch. That's just funny. That Jungle Boy, he looks like Tarzan. Or George the Jungle. Yeah, Jungle Boy's pretty good. Maybe that's why they called him Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy's pretty good. I mean, they're both pretty technically sound in the ring. They're a little boring. They're a little boring. Their promo work is bland, but other than that, they're they're good in the ring. Jurassic Express? Yeah. Is that their tag team name? Yep. <laughs> Don't laugh at Luchasaurus, man. He's cool. (laughs) What does he have? Does it tell you? Are are you on like his Wikipedia page? I'm at a go to go to Luchasaurus. I want to see what he has. A I think he has a doctorate in something. It's bugging me. I want to know. I think it's like in like history or theology or something. Medieval history. Medieval yeah. history. Okay. He okay. He did have one jokey comic relief thing. They have like that open forum where you can ask the inner circle questions. I think they've had it like twice, mm-hmm. and he was on there, and he's like, as a dinosaur, sixty-five million years old, who also has a doctorate in medieval history, and then he asked his question. So there's like stuff like that. I don't. That's the one time I can think of that he was like comic relief, I guess. I think he's always you know what? Look at him. Shut up. (laughs) He's our new favorite wrestler. He has a figure coming out. I'm gonna get one, honestly. Jungle Boy has put them next to my dinosaur figures. I can put them next to my uh, dinosaur figure. It, yeah, I would love to have like this giant diorama of like Jurassic Park dinosaurs and then just one Luchasaurus in the middle. 
they haven't released <laughs> any uh, photos of what it's going to look like yet. But it should be interesting. That's epic. That's epic. Luchasaurus. Sorry. Don't laugh at Luchasaurus. He's a good wrestler. Yeah, just like watch game. his stuff. Good enough to get on Dynamite and live TV. Yeah, you know I'm gonna give you homework yeah, for today. Watch, I'll watch his stuff. Okay, I will. I will. I'm gonna laugh more because Lucha's <laughs> dude. Yeah, you Sorry, I'm done now. <sighs> This is Do you know about uh, Chris Statlander? She is her thing no, is she's an alien. I don't know the details, but she gets announced from like a different doing? galaxy or something. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, well, I mean, her, her appearance isn't ridiculous oh. or anything, but I mean, like her oh, gimmick is like. Good. I don't know. Weird. Oh, I see. Yeah, she was one of the first women there. She she doesn't look too ridiculous, you know. Not not like my homie Luchasaurus. It's cool. It's a cool gimmick. Dinosaurs and Lucha wrestlers. It's cool. It's cool in the eighties. And you got got the vicious vixens, uh, Vicky Guerrero and Nyla Rose. Vicky Guerrero. Yep. She's pretty good with with Nyla. I'll give him that. She's good with anybody. Got Orange Cassidy, the whatever guy. Orange Cassidy. I don't know why I always think of uh, Colin Cassidy when I hear that. Yeah. You know, big cats. God, I remember that push. In WWE. Oh yeah, I missed that. What were they called again? Uh, were they just Enzo Mori and Big Cat? What were they called? What were they? That's who I miss, man. What were they called? Was it just Enzo and Cat? I think so. Yeah, I remember I um. I was at Comic Con and I was meeting Nick Foley, and uh, Enzo Amore was right next to him, doing a signing at a different table. So I've never met him, but I've seen him. That's pretty cool. I never met a wrestler. Before. You met Gangrel, didn't you? I think the only wrestler. No, I didn't meet him. I saw him live, but I wish I've been very him. blessed in my life. To meet a lot of wrestlers so far. I've met CM Punk, Paige, Becky Lynn. Even more jealous of that. The Bella Twins. Okay. Yeah, me neither. Not jealous at all. That's three hours in line. (laughs) I almost wish I could take back. Um, God, who else? Matt Bully Ray at a Ring of Honor event, yeah. 
Who else? Christian. Christian. I met Lita. Uh, who else? trying to think the closest thing i have to an interaction with the pro wrestler is oh on cameo yeah, i don't even count that yeah i paid like two bucks to message him and he responded good stuff but that's about it i mean it was cool seeing game girl you know but i should have i should have gone gone talk to him because he was standing out like by the concessions but i didn't Oh, I met Dean at when he was Dean Ambrose. John Moxley now. Um, the lines were too long, so I never ended up meeting him, but I've seen Undertaker. I've seen Cena. I would have been there for days, dude. The I thing with Undertaker and Cena, though, there were such big lines that they didn't do just regular autograph signings. You had to get, like, the VIP package that was, like, $500. I would have paid. I could. If I had the money, man, I would have paid. Sorry. I know. I understand why you can, but take it. Oh. I saw Charlotte. I didn't get to meet her. Her line was absolutely ridiculous. Um, Charlotte was tough. Most of them probably grew up there like, where's your dad at? <laughs> I've, I've gotten to see a lot of celebrities at Comic Con, man. Hey, look at man. I don't know. Else. I think the only story that I've ever I didn't meet Matt, Peter, Matt Peter I Chris Buffett. from Kiss, Lou Ferrigno. I met yeah. Did I ever tell the story how I met Jimmy Buffett? I didn't know Jimmy Buffett. Oh my god! Yeah, I talked to him outside of where I was working. Man, it was him. I go on. I had a conversation with him for like. 30, 45 seconds. And I go on Facebook and someone's like, hey, I met Jimmy Buffett. And it was what him. the hell? Really? <laughs> I talked to Jimmy Buffett, but I didn't know it was Jimmy Buffett. And I knew who he was before that because I listened to Margarita, though. See how mad I was? <laughs> you know, I always I get him that. and Warren Buffett mixed up. Oh, yeah. Like all the time. Warren Buffett, Buffett. stock man. Who's he again? I think he's a, the oh. guy that does all the stocks and stuff. Who else yeah. did I? Oh, there's the. I think it's the same event that Gangrel was at, but I met a couple other. I met Kevin Nash there. I met. Oh yeah, yeah. Animal. Animal. Yeah, rest in peace. Have uh, I met? I'm trying to think. I don't think I have. Oh, I met Sting. I got his autograph at Comic Con. That was cool. What was that? Was that before? That was after. during. Yeah, that was one of the promo oh. things with him, I think. Or no, maybe it was before. Well, I, so. I think it was the year after he debuted because it, Comic-Con was in August. He debuted at Survivor Series, which is in November. So I think it was the year after he debuted. 
maybe before his match with Rollins. Did he get a match with Rollins? He had a match with Triple H at Mania, and he had a match, I think, at SummerSlam with Rollins. Yeah, it was for one of the titles, I think. I don't think it was. It might have been. I think he was a dual champion at the time. I think he was U.S. and uh, virtual. No, it was Night of Champion. Oh, okay. It was Night of Champion. So that would have been that November. No. September? Yeah. It was September. That's what it says right here. 2015. Six whole years. that long. I remember he. I remember that, he yeah, that was insane. Crazy. Between him and AJ Styles, that was insane. AJ Styles, you know, he had a better oh, yeah. WWE career, obviously. Yeah. Thank God. I would have flipped if they would have wasted his time there. But AJ Styles was probably top five, oh, yeah. in my opinion, of all time. Absolutely. Well. We are way over, and I know you have to get up in the morning. So I think we should definitely call it a wrap. Alrighty, well, thank you guys for tuning in, and uh, we will catch you guys next week.